and welcome to the Discover the Magic podcast. My name is Jessica and I am so passionate about anything and everything Disney, especially the Walt Disney World Resort. This podcast is here to bring you all things magical, tips and tricks on how to make the most out of your Disney holiday. We're going to talk about the fast pass musts, top eats and best accommodation and Disney secrets that you probably have never heard of before. If it's your first, fifth or 20th Disney trip, then this podcast is for you. Come join us for a magical journey. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Discover the Magic podcast. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about how you don't have to do absolutely everything to have the perfect Disney holiday. The Walt Disney World Resort is huge. It is actually the same size as San Francisco. So if you are planning a trip to Walt Disney World, then don't try to do absolutely everything because you actually won't have as much fun. And here's why. So coming from England, coming from the UK, everyone who I've spoke to usually travels for between 10 days and two weeks. That's how long we stay in Walt Disney World, where or Orlando in general. We're traveling a long way, um, you know, eight, nine hours. So we have to make the most of our, our time there. Park days can be long. They can be tiring, especially in the Florida heat. Kids get cranky, parents get cranky, and all around, it's just not a good vibe for a holiday when you've spent thousands and thousands of pounds on it. You don't want everyone to become very moody and very down. You want to enjoy your experience. You want to relax. It's, you know, it's your holiday. You don't have to be go, 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 go all the time. You don't have to ride all 46 rides, see every single show, see all the parades, meet every single character to make it a successful, memorable trip. You just don't have to. It's important to plan as much as possible, but spontaneity and time to relax should always be factored into your plan. It gives you peace of mind and it will give you a feeling of, you know, I'm not just going to be on my feet for hours and hours a day, even though, you know, that's some people's choice, that's my choice. (laughs) But when you do think about it and you do plan exactly what you want to do, but you do factor in those times of uncertainty, then you'll be able to really fully enjoy your Disney experience. I just wanted to let you know that I do have a free um, day plan trip kind of worksheet that you can print off and fill in what you want to do on the days that's available on my website. Um, I will link it in the show notes. It's completely free. It's just to help you guys um, plan a perfect day. So how I recommend planning a perfect Walt Disney World holiday is first of all looking at how many days you want to spend in each park or what parks you want to visit. Now if you are coming from the UK then you will probably be purchasing the 14 day pass but you get it for like the price of seven so you get 14 days unlimited access to any park, uh, park hopper, everything includes memory maker, it's a great ticket. Um, When you do have that, obviously you can go anywhere at any point. So you don't really have to specifically know your packs for that. What you need to know your packs for per day is so that you can book fast passes and you can benefit from the fast pass system. That's the whole reason why people, you know, go to this huge extent of planning their days. It's because if you don't know what park you're going to, then you don't know where you're going to book your fast passes. And therefore, 
you're not going to benefit from that system. It's a free system and it's available to everyone with a ticket. So I truly do recommend that you learn about it and you learn how to use it and learn how to utilize it. So when you've picked a park for each day, this can just be a rough draft. So you can be like, okay, on the seventh, you know, arrival day, we're not going to go to a park. We're just going to look around the resort and, you know, get a feel and get to bed early. And then the next day, so the 8th, let's just say you arrive on the 7th, your first park day is the 8th. From then on, every single day, just have a park that's going to be your main park. So Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, Epcot, Animal Kingdom, maybe you want to visit a water park. Just have kind of where you want to go. Of course, factor in every couple of days. Uh, visit in the malls, visit in the shopping centers, the outlets. If you are going to also plan to go to Universal or any other parks, make sure that you you find the time and space to factor those in as well. But just regarding Disney, because you have this fast pass, make sure you book fast passes for every 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 single day. It doesn't matter if you're going to use them or not. Of course, try and get the rides that you want to get, but. When there is certain days, for instance, when we like to go in and watch fireworks on an evening, this is something why I love planning. So say we're going to watch the fireworks in Magic Kingdom, I will plan my fast passes around that. So I will do my fast passes later on in the evening. So maybe I'll meet some princesses, maybe I'll go on Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, something like that on an evening, but I'll have those fast passes between seven and eight at night or eight and nine at night so that they're based around what I'm doing in the park because the whole day I'll probably be by the pool or maybe I'll be at the outlets. So I'm not going to be in the park. I'm just going to be in the park on the evening. So that's why I really, really like to understand which park I'm going to be in for each day. Um, But yeah, that is my main tip regarding planning and also regarding not doing everything like not trying to do everything what I recommend for that is looking at each park if it's your first time of course this could be very overwhelming but from what you've seen obviously you've been researching obviously you've been looking online because you've realized that you want to go to Disney what what attractions and what shows stand out to you most what have you heard people talking about what have you heard really good reviews on and what I would pick is probably five to eight rides in each park and then maybe a couple of shows. Now, for two weeks' time, you've got more than enough time to actually do everything, but you don't have to do everything. That is the the main point of this. Being in Disney is a feeling. Going to Disney, you are having this experience that you probably will never get anywhere else. So that's why, you know, the feeling itself is magical, not the feeling of going on the ride. Like a ride is a ride, you know, it's The rides are great and fantastic, but you're still going to get the magical experience by just being in the ambiance of being in Disney anyway. So pick five to eight attractions, shows that you want to do and then do them. You know, don't push yourself. But if you walk past something and you're like, oh, this looks amazing. I really want to go in there. Then go in there. Like don't... don't worry about, you know, fast passes. You can access them on your phone. You can look at them and you can see, okay, like I want to go to this show now, but my fast passes, it's, you know, they're at the same time. Then just edit it on your phone and move your fast pass to later on in the day. It's so simple to do that. And I feel like there is such this like heavy pressure on booking fast passes and making sure you do them at the right time. You don't have to. Like I we honestly change our fast passes daily because when you're in the park and 
you know, say you've got a fast pass for Space Mountain for 12, between 12 and 1 in the afternoon, but you get to the Magic Kingdom at like 8 in the morning when it opens and you ride Space Mountain several times before the crowds have even come in. Then the fast pass in the afternoon from 12 until 1, if you want to ride it again, then go ahead, you can, but you can then change that fast pass for something else that might have a longer line. But you will never know like how long the lines are until you're actually in the park, until you can see if it's really busy or it's not so busy. Of course, you're going to be able to understand the popular attractions. But in general, what's really good is that you can have this, you are able to change your fast passes. So don't be, you know, fixated on getting the perfect fast passes because you can change them, you can edit them, you can change the times. It's really, really simple. For Enabling yourself to get the really, really good passes, fast passes, the top tier ones, you know, your Slinky Dog, Midway, uh, Mania, you know, all your really huge new attractions, then 100 and, uh, I'm sorry, 60 days out, make sure that you are on your phone, you are on your computer and you are booking what you really want to book. That's the only way that you're going to be able to really get those good fast passes. And if you don't, it's okay. Rope drop those rides which means get there really early and go on the ride straight away. Or, you know, just when there's a firework show on or when there's a parade on, usually those rides are a little bit quieter anyway, so head to them at that time. But don't think because you've not got a fast bus that you're not going to be able to go on them. That's not true. You might just have to wait a little bit longer um, than, the, you know, than usual. So don't be scared. Don't be, like, bummed out that you haven't got the fast buses that you want because, you know, that some will come available closer to the time and also you just have to make sure you, you get there early and you'll be able to get on the ride straight away so that was this week's episode I know it was a quick one but I just really wanted to tell you guys that it's really really important to understand that you don't have to do everything to make it the most magical successful trip ever just get your parks down for which days you want and write down a few attractions and rides that you really want to do and then every see everything else as a bonus see everything else as a plus that's the main way to think about it when you are visiting disney world so i hope you enjoyed this episode i have just released an igtv video all about adults in disney so if you are an adult visiting disney without kids then make sure you check that one out that's on my instagram at discover the magic underscore and I will see you over there have a wonderful evening and I will see you soon bye